0: And welcome back, everyone, to another episode here on Burn Your Boats um, with me, your faithful, loyal, loving, forever host, Matthew Lastalia. I don't know, I'm going to try to see how many adjectives I can get fit in there. <laughs> One day, and the whole episode will be nothing but adjectives about how amazing I am and how lucky you are to be a guest in the audience on this show. <laughs> Uh, but hey we're back in it we're back in the driver's seat again um starting to get a new flow and a pattern down for for life as it is now um like i discussed last week in our uh our catch-up there's a there's a lot of changes happening in my world and so um just like anyone else man like i talk a lot about resilience and i talk a lot about the tools and stuff and um and just because i i'm familiar with the tools and because i use them and because i facilitate teaching of them and And, uh, and I'm, and I'm good at doing that does not mean that I am perfect at using it. I know it's crazy. You expect perfection, but I can't give it to you because I'm a real dude. At the end of the day, real dude, real flaws, still, uh, still working to overcome. Um, and you know, what's interesting. Something interesting that I noticed about myself recently was that I have like regressed in some areas where I used to be good. Uh, when it can, when it comes to resilience and um, what would you say more of, uh, like uh, when when a negative thing occurs, of being able to have that event happen. So, okay, the way that this typically goes down is that, like, an event will occur. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. So if you've heard it before, I mean, just enjoy a, a little rehash. Um, it's not a bad thing to cover. It can be a little complex. and um, But it's worth, it's worth acknowledging because it's probably the single most, uh, one of the single most important things that you can work on and you can master. If you can master this, simple idea but hard to implement practice um you're gonna be so much better than like probably everybody that you know at at handling and managing conflict and stressful situations the idea is that between an event taking place good bad or in between between that event taking place and between your actual response like the the expression into the real the manifestation uh, of action into the real world of your response in between that in between those two things exists space space exists there and i don't mean like outer space right it's like there's room like like a closet (laughs) think of it like think of it like a hallway so in one room uh there's a fire burning right and then like there's an event occurring in one room and in the next room over is your response to that room to the first room with the event happening and so you have to get from room a to room A, which is which is event the event room, to room B, which is the response room. And the thing is, I mean, we can get into the nuance of words, and I and I like to do that actually because I believe that words matter. Words mean things. And reaction and reacting and responding are different things, right? And so if an event occurs and you react to it, that's a passive. That's a passive event. And you might feel like it's not passive because you're doing something. You're actually, you're taking action because you're reacting to it, right? And so you're like, oh no, that's not. I'm not. It's not passive. Like this thing happened, so I did this in response. Like my kid did something stupid, so I got mad at them and I and I yelled, and, um. And then they ran away away crying. And so right there, I even broke down the hallway. I added the hallway in between. Did you catch it? Did you catch what the hallway was in that event? Your kid did something bad. Your kid broke a rule. And you yelled at them. In between there, you got mad, right? That's the hallway. That's the path that took you from the event that happened to your reaction. Now, what happens if... When we leave that room of the event occurring and we open the door to go to the room of – we don't go to the room – let's do it this way. I'm, I'm working on I'm making this analogy up as we go, so bear with me. So you're in room A, right? Room A is your is the event room. This is where the stuff goes down. You open the door, and there are multiple paths. There are multiple hallways that you can take that that exit from this door. So one of them takes you to the reaction room. And, and that's this is this is the shortest hallway. You can see where it is. You can like you can see all the way through it, and you can see the other side. And, and you can, and you know what's there. And, and the path to get there is laid with, with fire and anger and angry rage. (laughs) And so you get fueled up with your fire and rage as you go over to room, to this version of room B, right? Room, this room B being your reaction. So your reaction is to yell and the result of that yelling is then your kid is upset and r- runs away crying. Um, and I'm not saying this isn't, this isn't passing judgment on people that yell at their kids. I yell at my kids. <laughs> okay. This isn't that. So like it can be, it can be different. Uh, uh, you punched your friend in the face, right? <laughs> like that's that. Let's, let's go there. Uh, so that way, not everyone gets all up in arms about the way that we handle our kids. Um, so, but it's okay. So you, yeah. Whatever, you can deal with it. Like, okay, yell at your kid. All right. And so um, now let's go back to room A, right? We're, we're going to rewind. So we did it. The Another hallway can be, uh, it will be a little bit longer, right? It's going to be a little bit longer. And you're not, maybe you can't even see the room that it connects to is how long it is. You can't even really see the door. And you don't necessarily know what's inside of that room. And perhaps that's because you've never gone in this hallway before. Perhaps you've never been in that room. And you don't know what's down there. You do know what's in room B, right? You do know that. And that's safe. It's safe because you know it. You've done it before, um, and this this um, actually connects to multiple different lessons, right? And so one of the ones I talked about was the the neural pathways that we that we build for ourselves, and how um, how as we go down certain roads, our, our brain is built to design identify and continue to follow through on paths that we have done in the past that work right and and so what it does is it shortcuts there's a reason that this hallway is shorter than the other hallway and it's because you've you've taken it so many times that this is this is where we we have to step out of like the reality of this um, this situation um, of of the, the the literal translation, I mean, uh, and we we go into more esoteric or, or you know, and so so the hallways actually shrink the more that you use them, right? So you have taken this path from room A to room B through the hallway of anger and rage so many times that each time you take it, that hallway gets a little bit shorter. And the way that I described it before is actually smoothing out a path that, uh, when you start out in the world, you know, the, you have some things that are kind of preset because of genetics and we're not necessarily going to go into that because, um, wh- I, I, my intent on the show is to never focus on the things that you can't control. Why would we sit here and discuss things that you can't control? You can't control your genetics. So, what are you going to do? You're going to use that as an excuse? You're going to use that to sit back and look, well, I can't help but get mad and yell at my kids because uh, my parents were mean and they passed it on to me. And that's just the way that I am. Okay. All right. Cool. If that's, if you don't see what's wrong there, if you don't see the the active handing over of control and responsibility from yourself to, Anything other than yourself, then, then just move on. You're 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 great. You're perfect as is, and you don't need any improvement whatsoever. And you just you and maybe you acknowledge that you're not perfect, but you you say that there's nothing you can do. And just just so you know, it's blatantly untrue. There are things that you can't control, and there are things that you can control. Um, it's if you don't have the courage to embrace that and to to sit with that and to look at yourself in the mirror, um, right now, then th- this show might not be the one for you. Okay, and, that, and that's fine. The show's not for everyone. The show's for people that are looking for improvement. The show's looking for people that want tangible, hands-on, real ways that you can improve your life and, and as such, you can improve the lives of everyone around you. It is your responsibility to do the best that you possibly can In everything that you do, in order to make your life as good as possible, and as a result, your kid's life, your spouse's life, all of it, it all treads down from the individual, right? And and, and if you're able to make your life so much greater by combining it with another person's life... And, and you can make your lives greater together and thus and then your families and then your communities like that's that's how we do this thing that's and so the the name of the game is improvement like that's that's what we're here to do. We're not here to strive for perfection. God I just ugh. I read um, a passage from Marcus Aurelius this morning and in, uh, in my daily, uh, stoic meditations, um, the daily stoic, I think the book is called, I know I've referenced it several times, I'm awful, like, I have a morning routine, and I'm getting back into it, I've been awful, like, I think that I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not anywhere close to me, I think I'm still in January for, like, the days, I think it's, like, the end of January, (laughs) it's how awful I've been, but, um, but yeah, no, he had, he had a great one, and I wish that I had it here in front of me, because I'd be able to, to share it with you, but, um, yeah, no, that's the name of it is improvement. Like we can't, we, sitting sitting stagnant is is the single worst disease that we can do. And stagnation doesn't mean failure. It means staying where you're at and being content with where you're at. Um, and, I, and this doesn't have to be a career thing. Like there are aspects of your life that you can improve. And if there aren't, pff, the, like, can you message me? I'd love to, I'd love to have you on the show and interview you. And this isn't to challenge you. Like if you really, if you have nowhere to improve, like I would like to hoist you up as the example for everyone else. Like, look at what they're doing They're They've crushed it. They've done life. They've, they've aced it. So, um, but yeah, uh, anyway, so yeah, no, I was, I was talking about the neural pathways and I used to talk about it, 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 you know, um, you start out with, uh, like you said, you might have the genes that, that might shorten up some paths or, or clear out some paths already. But here's the thing. When you start taking a path, you start to you start to bend the grass. And, and each time you take the path, it wears it down more and it wears it down until there's no more grass and there's dirt. And you keep going on it. And every time you keep going on it, you keep smoothing it out and clearing it out and getting more space to the point where you have like a five-lane highway that takes you from, from event to reaction, Right, and that's the way that typically most of us live because nobody's been taught anything different. Nobody's been taught to to regulate or control themselves or their emotions. Um, we, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, 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 I laugh, I laugh at the idea that that we we don't have control over it, you know, and, and the fact that, and when people say that they. They are in control when they're reacting, and they they do not identify the difference between a reaction and a response. A response is is more calculated; it's more thought out. Um, you are responding. You know, think about first responders. Um, you know, it's it's they're they're not. They're not like they're not running around screaming. We need help! Somebody! Somebody call the police! They are the people that are called. They're the people that have a plan. They're the people that are trained. They are ready to handle a situation that they don't know a whole lot about, right? And that's where you—that's where, you, where we are trying to work to get you and me and everybody ourselves—is we want to respond. So how do we do it, right? So we wanna we wanna take. We look at that hallway that's been shortened. We look at the the path that's been, um. Been taken so many times and, and, and shrunk, uh, and, and worn down and smoothed out. And we have this. We, if it if it's taking us to a place that we don't want to go, if it's taking us to the place where where we yell at our spouse or or we. Uh, we we interact with people in a way that we don't like. We're short and we're dismissive and we're disrespectful. Um, if that happens, then, you know, how do we change it? It's hard. I'm not here to tell you it's easy. It's hard. It's hard, hard, hard business. Um, but it's possible. And it comes with first acknowledging that reality. Right? It comes with acknowledging that you're not where you want to be you can't end there (laughs) can't stop with that acknowledgement you gotta you, you have to acknowledge okay well my kid did something stupid i got pissed and screamed at him and and said things to to demean him personally because i was upset all right so you go back and you deconstruct it like okay this happened um the way that this will typically flow is is you acknowledge it after the fact right let's let's play this realistically you're not gonna tomorrow when this happens later today because it probably will when something like this happens something an event occurs let's say it happens tomorrow an event occurs tomorrow just because you listen to this you're not going to be like oh this event occurred and now i'm contemplating the way that I'm responding, and I don't think that I want to respond the way that I did before, and I think that I'll respond this way. Instead, that's more thought out and more considerate of the other people involved. I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Um, most likely, you're going to do the same exact thing. The hope is, after you do it, you catch that hindsight 2020 moment, and you can you can go and then you can go back and you can readdress everyone in the situation right so and you can do that in a way that's thought out in a way that you want to so if you want to be more clear of what your expectations are with your child and why what they did was stupid and then to 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 issue a punishment that fits the crime in a way that will allow for them to grow and learn and and be better in response to that um to this event happening to use it as a growing event to use as a chance for them to improve by taking the the improvement yourself that allows you to help them improve And like i said this isn't specifically about parenting and kids this is anything this is just the example i'm using (laughs) and um i laugh because it just happened (laughs) which is why i'm using it go figure i'm a real person um but, uh, but yeah, the, the reason that I brought all of this up, this is not, you know, it's hilarious. So I had like four different show notes of like things that I'd written down over the last day that I was like, you know what? I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to talk about that too. And I, you know what? I want to talk about that. Okay. Let's write these down. None of that. <laughs> this was none of that. <laughs> this was, uh, this was actually a reflection of, um, of just of my personal, uh, uh, shortcomings in regards to this like i i and it really i lost touch with how good i was with with res, with responding and switched to reacting um just because i stopped doing it because i started living on my own for two years and so i didn't have daily interactions with people outside of work i didn't have daily like personal interactions with people Um, that kind of kept that skill fine-tuned. And I didn't think about it. I knew that I was really, really good at it before, and I was really good at, at, in the moment, acknowledging. I was like, oop, I'm starting to get heated up. And I knew, for me, there were very specific indicators. Ooh, my body's starting to heat up. Like, I could feel it in my face. (laughs) Have you ever feel that? You get that feeling when you're upset and you feel it in your face and it's burning and your ears are hot. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I've gotten that. And um, But I would start to acknowledge that and identify that early on. Like, oh, okay, that's happening. Like, okay. And, and in the worst case scenario, when I could not formulate a thought a, a, into an expression in a way that was beneficial, I had the self-awareness to walk away, calm down, and come back to it later. And at most, it would take me a couple hours to come back. At most. Most of the time, that would be waiting for the other person to be okay with the two. If I was in a uh, confrontation with another adult, I'll tell you what, when that happens now, it's gone for a, a day. It's gone for over a day. Um, when that, when those kind of confrontations take place, and it's uh, it's <laughs> it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. It's just kind of funny because of how bad I got at managing it. I'm good at the and not blowing up like I used to. I reverted back to the skill of of chilling and and walking away but i would i've done this thing where i internalize and, and i do uh i just do a lot of repetition i just get very upset and i go down this road of becoming more upset versus finding a way more quickly back to where i want to be so uh it's kind of, it's kind of funny because so i'll tell you what I, I told you guys in the beginning you know like i'm not perfect i'm not great at this um It's, uh, it's, it's, everything is, it's, you know, there's skills that get lost over time and, and the, the, the fine tuning of it gets lost. If you're not practicing them, if you're not going out and using them, um, then you know you're not going to be as great as somebody who uses it all the time. You're not going to be as good as you used to be when you did use it all the time. Maybe naturally you're really good at some of them and, and, and other ones you're not, you know, like that one took me, I used to get really upset and have terrible arguments with people and, um, lose friendships and, and, you know really try to cut somebody deep and uh and yeah no it's 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 there's growing man there's growth and it's all good like we got to do it so that's the name of life but anyway like I said that was uh I just I acknowledged uh that that was that I've been not great at that I've been really not great not as good as I used to be and so so it's an improvement I'm I'm working on it the way that what I have used to get better is um is gratitude that's what that's what helps get me back that's what helps bring me back to uh, um, the. <laughs> Sorry, I just got an email. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, I got an email from, from a buddy I work with about uh, about a show, um, about one of the episodes that I had shared with, with the CEO of the company that I'm interning with. <laughs> He's such a smart ass. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm sorry. Okay, let's distract it. See, I'm still, I'm still getting better at this. There's plenty of room for improvement. I'm trying to manage uh, multiple things at once. And I'm not great. I, multitasking is a myth. I'm a firm believer. I've heard it many times. I just think there's a book that's entitled that, and I've never believed it to be a thing. Um, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I got bad at that. And so, um, that was that was it. That was it. I just wanted to share that y'all with y'all. Um, but to the stuff that I... <laughs> Let's go to the actual. List that I want to talk about. Oh, there's this. Um, there's this interesting concept. I'm gonna do this one. I think I'm just gonna do this. This one idea today, and then we're gonna leave it off there. Um, keep it kind of short. You know, um, not take up too much of your guys' time, but still provide you with a little bit of loving. You know, I know that you've been neglected, so I'm back at you again. If um, if you guys haven't been paying attention um, to what's going on with the coronavirus and the and the lifting of. Of a lot of the sanctions, not sanctions, but um, the stay-at-home orders. A lot of the orders are being shifted uh, and alt- and altered to allow for businesses to start opening up. Especially by the end of May, it's like um, uh, here on the East Coast, at least it's it's most most places are gonna most states are opening up, and most places in most states are opening up. Some some places like uh, bars, I know in Georgia, were are being. Uh, Required to stay shut a little bit longer. I think it's like an extra week. I think they're actually to the end of the month, where um, like next week the other business open something like that. It's the 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 dates and the release is not is not important. You guys can get that data those that level of detail um anywhere. Um, my my point in this is that there's an interesting thing going on. Uh, I heard what was his name? Larry Hogan, the governor from Maryland. I heard him on the radio. Uh, he was he was detailing his phase one plan that Maryland hit their the criteria to go into phase one implementation and and, and a rephasing back in normality you know and um and and he brought up this uh this pledge like the Maryland business safety pledge I don't know what it was called it was it was like a the thing that drew my interest was I saw it again by uh Savannah's Um, and I think that this is, this is not universal, but I think it's happening in in many places where the states are saying, yes, we're going to allow you to start doing it. There are still continued restrictions, you know, 50% capacity, this, that, and the other, whatever. You can open up under these conditions. Cool. But we are asking you to participate in this overt act of taking a pledge, a safety pledge, essentially, and saying that you will participate in safe actions as you open up. Like you will help to enforce social distancing within inside of your establishments and businesses. That you will provide PPE or, you know, and, and you continue to to clean your carts. I, I I don't know specifically what the pledges say that though it's not again, it's not the point. The details of this aren't the point. It's the idea. The idea of it is really, really interesting to me. Um, because I think before I would have considered it to be uh, foolhardy, um, and just like really, you know, okay, we're just gonna be, yeah, okay, let's pinky promise we're gonna do the right thing. I think that's a pretty cynical way to look at it, um, and, and naturally, that is not my that was not my reaction when I saw it. I was actually. I don't know. I don't know if it's a shift. I'm getting. I think the people are supposed to get more cynical as they get older. (laughs) I was pretty cynical as a teenager, and I've gotten better. (laughs) I love people a lot more now than I did then. But uh, I think um, I think it's really good. I think the social comp contract uh, is amazing. I love the idea And, and the fact that people are volunteering to put their names down. I don't even care if it's um. If some businesses or some people are using it as a mechanism to, what's the what's the phrase? Virtue signal, be like hey, you know, like oh yeah yeah we're N and because what's happening is that they're like I think Savannah's creating a list and you can go see the list so you can uh, of businesses who have agreed to sign the pledge, the safety pledge for Savannah. So you can be like, so it's like you know it's like a green list, it's like a, like a you know like a higher rating list. Like hey, check out these businesses, they they are. Enforcing, they are agreeing to enforce higher uh, cleanliness standards and safety standards in the face of reenacting a business in the face of COVID nineteen. I I just I think that it's a I think it's a beautiful sentiment, and I, I think that it's actually more powerful than we realize. Like when you, on your own, go out and sign your name on the dotted line, saying that you're going to participate in something, it is it's different than let's just put these two scenarios to the test just in your head real quick if you told somebody that you were going to to meet up with them tomorrow and you didn't how would that impact you versus if you had if you had written them a note or if you had called them directly you know like the the, the different levels of agreement and i think the contract level aspect of it is really important because of two things because one, you don't have to, right, and, and, and doing so does doing, signing up at all does two things and it's, one of them is, you know, it, it shows you're, you're doing a, something in front of other people which automatically makes you more accountable, um, it makes you the most accountable that you possibly can be is when you're putting yourself out there and you're actually saying, yeah, no, I'm going to do this. So, cause other people can then hold you accountable as well, but, and that's powerful. That is extremely powerful. So in addition to that is your self accountability. You are now, you've said, and you have put action to the thought of, holding yourself accountable and saying, I am going to do this. And so you're making it a big deal. Um, you're making it significant. And so the more people that do that and buy into that, the the more we it becomes normalized. And that's kind of, you can look back at the mask situation and see that that was, uh, that was something that wasn't normal and then was looked upon strangely. And then now look at how quickly everything has changed. Look at how normalized it's become i actually when i'm out if i go to a store to pick up some groceries and i see somebody without a mask i kind of am like whoa you don't have a mask you know and i I don't i don't look at them badly but it's the point of it and it's no no judgment you know like it's more of a i mean it's like the the thing with masks i think a lot of people miss is that it's not about you it's about other people It's, it's masks aren't as good as stopping you from getting something as they are um, from you spreading it because most of the time when you, when we're catching it, it's not, we're not coughing on each other's faces, you know? And so the mask isn't stopping other people from coughing on your face. It's somebody didn't have a mask on. They coughed on something like a shelf out and about. And, um, and then you touch it and then you touch your face later when you still have it. So it's about stopping those germs from leaving your body and landing on something that someone else can touch later. But <laughs> that aside, um, no, it's just it's it's a shift. It's a change. It's just changing the the normal operations of things, and it's a, and it's a good one. It's definitely a good one. So when you when you sign up and you put yourself as a part of that, you help to normalize that and and to impact the community and everyone for for the betterment. You know that's that's a great thing. So I think uh, I think that there's a lot of power in it. Like I said, where where I maybe once thought that it was less significant and kind of silly, I actually think that it's a big deal. And I, I, you know, I think that it, like I said, it helps to you. You've put your mind in that game, and so you're gonna hold yourself accountable. And then if you start to slip, you, other people can do it too. It's like, hey, didn't you say? That you were going to step up and you weren't going to have this many people in your store. You were going to ensure that people were socially distancing. And you don't seem to be doing a good job at that. And and it turns into this kind of self or internal reporting kind of thing where we're just holding each other accountable. You know, it's interesting. There was a situation, where was it? In uh, New Mexico or something? Where people had... um, They had opened up reporting on people to to basically rat out the other people in your neighborhood for not following social distance rules or whatever the case may be. And so they opened up this this website where you could anonymously uh, report people for misbehavior, for not socially distancing, for not wearing masks, et cetera, et cetera. And apparently, like, 900 people reported on each other's neighbors. So if we if uh if you ever thought you know your neighbors had your back or or you know like like we would we would take care of each other and um no no if we have the ability to self-report on each other like we're gonna throw each other under the bus immediately because it's way easier to to go tattle on somebody than uh than to go address them in person like hey uh do you think about wearing a mask do you think about like why why are your kids um going and wrestling with the neighbors, you know, or whatever the case is, whatever you're reporting them on. Um, But yeah, so people, people, uh, they're too scared to do that, but they have the courage to go and report. And then you get to see the lack of courage when it comes to somebody went in and I don't know if they filed the Freedom of Information Act or whatever the case may be, but it was that they, they were able to access the people who reported the people. So there was like 900 people names that were publicly released they were like these are the rats essentially these people have ratted out their neighbors and then those people were starting to freak out and saying hey we need protection and we're worried that there's going to be retaliation I'm like yeah well i mean you took an action and now you have to pay the consequences i'm not justifying or 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 endorsing violence or anything against them um but, I mean, a little bit of fear and apprehension on their part. Like, maybe you're going to think about the way that you're going to address a, a situation the next time. How much easier would it have been for you to just go up and talk to somebody? You know, versus doing it secret in the cover of darkness. You know, like, it just feels so dirty and disconnected. So, you, you, we get to see it. We get to see now. We get to see the pros and the cons and the ups and the downs. And so, it's definitely an interesting mix of things. Um... And I think I got a couple of other things. You know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll go ahead. We'll do this too. Well, um, there are these articles the articles, man. Like it's so these news articles that are coming out are so. I don't know if they've always been this bad, but it's just it feels worse than ever. And maybe it's just because it's so obvious now that they're that they're fighting for headlines, you know, and and they're they're having to dive so deep into to create something that's compelling out of something that's not compelling (laughs) so um and i get it like there's not a lot going on you know you keep reporting on the coronavirus from numbers numbers and numbers and numbers and numbers and like what do you do now okay now things are starting to open up okay well you know here's something to report on well in savannah there was uh in georgia they're opening up like all the businesses except for the bars the bars are being um extended by like a week it's something that's so insignificant it doesn't even matter it's like all the businesses open up by next friday and then the bars can't open up until uh like the end of may so so (laughs) there's an article that said uh bar owner says it's tough um and, and something about the response to the governor kemp's extension of the stay-at-home order or what it's, it was something to that effect but the, the quote was it's tough and um and so it's interesting so you go into like oh, okay this person's going to be like man you know i really need to open up and this that and the other and like and, and it's just we're struggling and it's and we're seeing everyone else get to open up and we just we want to open up we got, we have families to feed um, and we have employees who have families that they need to feed and, and this is something that you know people are going to want to be a part of and get out and I just I want to be able to, I, I'll do it. I'll, I'll go out there and I'll follow the rules and I'll, I'll strictly uh, enforce the, the policies and you know just let me get back to work and that's not what <laughs> that's not what the article is about. It took 10 paragraphs into the article um, to get to the where it was a quote. And and like seven of the preceding articles were like, was from the person who'd said the quote like it's tough. Um, but the all the seven of the ten previous uh, paragraphs said something to the effect of like, yeah, this is this is crazy, and it's and it's unfortunate. I'm sure some business owners are really struggling. We're not like we 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 were prepared. We had savings, and and once this came out, like we already self. We self-closed down and you know what, even on the back end, like when everyone thought that we were opening up at the same time, when bars would open up at the same time as everything else, um, we went ahead and we made the decision that we were going to wait until, uh, June anyway, just because we thought that that was going to be a safer bet for everyone and then the order changed and so, so it's tough, I'm sure, and so they weren't even referencing themselves, like one the, the, (laughs) the headline is so weak anyway, like it's, business owner says it's tough, like, Yeah. Yep. That's pretty much the name of the game across the board for everybody. But uh okay, let's I you know, I actually gave it the time and I was like, let's see, let's see what this actually says. And went in there and it's just everything in the article is the complete opposite of that. And it's just why it's so it's unfortunate that the thing that draws the thing that we think that draws clicks and perhaps it it, it is, um, is all the negative. It's all like, oh, you know, rather than headlining this story like Business owner uh, shows resilience. Business owner shows true grit, you know, and planning and, and, and places safety first. Um, no, no, it's tough. Like, completely out of context, completely not aligned with any of the conversation that took place. It's just, if you're not reading the articles, don't don't look at the headlines. That's, that's my recommendation. If you're not going to actually read it, don't look at the headlines because it... They're so misleading and everything is just geared towards making you more and more stressed out. Like You see things like, oh, the the virus is mutating and it's doing this. And then like you see actions happening from one group of people that don't line up with headlines you're seeing over there. And you're like, well, what's really happening? And it's just the headlines are just – from my perspective and what I've seen, it just seems like it wants to be this negative feedback loop where you go in and, and – and you get distraught and the way that you're going to get through that distressed nature of existence is by going back and getting more information from the news article. And like that, that's the, this is like the cycle that they want you to get into. And it's in their best interest to do so. It's just unfortunate because there's so many positive things out there. There's so many opportunities right now. And, and there's so, there's so much to be grateful and thankful for. And, and it can be hard. I know like we're, we're stuck and we're at home and it's different and so there's, there's a lot of growth there's a lot of change and there's a lot of curiosity and so you know it, it's in the it's in the media's best interest to to lay down firm lines and say that this is going to get worse or like we need to be careful like it's just take it all with a grain of salt that's all i'm saying It's just and, it, and if you're going to look at a headline and you're going to have a reaction this goes back to the thing we talked about in the beginning like an event occurs you read the headline Right, and then you have an emotional reaction. You're going to, you're going to read something. You're going to react. You're going to have a that reaction. But then, take the time to to look at the article, or or remove the news notifications from your phone, so that way you're not anytime you look at your phone you're not getting a, a sound bing. You're like, oh well, I need to look at my phone. Look at, it, like, oh look, there's the virus is mutated, and, and um, it, it'll be something ridiculous. like Virus is mutated. We must we must prepare for the mutation, and then it's like the, its mutation has made it much less, much less uh, lethal and less much less infectious. I'm not saying that any of this has happened. This is just for instances. so <laughs> don't say this is not be your news source for covid nineteen. Um, but yeah, so so it's just just read read if you're going to have it read them and if you're and if you're just going to peruse the headlines i would i would highly recommend that you just take the notifications off your phone so that you're only going in when you actually want to see them and and it's not invading your space it goes into a whole new thing about phones and and not new but a whole different thing about phones and technology and, and allowing things to come into your life um and to control what's going on um versus you being in control and you choosing what where your attention goes, rather than letting things that just pop up take your attention. Um, more on that later. We'll, uh, I'll let you go, we actually we did a decent one today. Um, I appreciate you guys. I hope everything's going well. Um, I'm finishing up this recording. This actually split against two days uh, because of work and everything. And so, I'm, like I said, I'm working it, and so this should be released today. Today is Friday, so you guys have an amazing weekend, and I look forward to seeing you here again next week. Take it easy, stay safe, get some sun. I love you and I'll see you guys soon.